0: You are listening to an RPA Production, where people gather.
1: Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present aaron's horror show with aaron frail this is jason witter author illustrator of tiniest vampire and monsters eating ice cream and you are listening to aaron's horror show Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook, or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter, or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, I got another installment of Christmas Elf Secret Agent for you. We are getting close to the end. Uh, just a quick recap. Amelia has been captured by Santa, and Jing is here in Santa's evil lair to save her. And uh, yeah, they're, Jing and Krampus are in the middle of infiltrating the evil lair. All right. That's all you need to know, and if you want to know more, of course, there's a ton of episodes uh, that that center around this story. Alright, here's the title of the chapter, and if you ever saw it, you would say it glows. Jing and Krampus made it through the third level with no resistance. The rooms and the halls were eerily silent. Even Santa wasn't in his personal quarters. Not that the emptiness of the floor was surprising. No one ever got any sleep on Christmas Eve, but the ruckus they had created on the second level should have brought the security force in full. When they got to the servant stairs, Jing poked a mirror inside and didn't see anyone. It was a little too easy, but Jing didn't see any other way. The big spiral staircase would make him an easy sniper target on the fourth floor hangar. However, he couldn't shake the feeling that he was about to walk into a trap waiting for him at the top of the stairs. He decided to try another way. Come on, Jing said, and they turned from the stairs. We're not going that way. We're not? Krampus questioned. No, Jing said. Follow me. They walked back through the hallways until they were in front of a guest quarter to the opposite side of Santa's bedroom. Jing kicked open the door. While Saint Nick didn't have visitors this late in the season, Jing was prepared to evict the tent if he had to. Luckily, there was no evidence of anyone inside. He strode across to the window on the other side of the room. There was a view of the vast apartment complexes of the North Pole South. Jing opened the window and a blast of freezing air whipped through the place. What are you doing? Krampus asked. I stayed
0: in this room a while back when Steve and I were having a disagreement. I remember the sound of hooves clomping on the ceiling and keeping me up all night.
1: Jing said while he leaned out the window and shot a tinsel garland to the floor above.
0: The opening of the hangar is right above us.
1: Now come on. I I can't do that, Krampus yelled. You ride in a sleigh
0: way higher than this building, but you can't do this. That wasn't a sleigh. This is out in the open. What if I fall? You won't. And if you do, we'll be attached to each other like mountain climbers. Can we take the stairs? There will probably be dozens of elves waiting for us at the top. At least this way, they won't see us coming. Look, man, you're you're physically fit and able. I can't even go up a flight of stairs without
1: getting winded. Uh,
0: I can't make it."
1: Jing acquiesced.
0: Fine. Wait for me by the stairs, if you hear anyone but me coming, hide.
1: Krampus nodded and left the room. Jing hopped out of the window and scampered Mm -hmm. up to the side of the house. The frigid wind was bit his skin. Even though the elves were cold-tolerant, he still felt the chill of the night air. He made it to a large opening of the hangar, built into the mansion walls, and poked his head over the side. Christmas lights interwoven with festive pine garlands illuminated the chamber. The reindeer pawed at the ground. Rudolph's nose glowed. Elves were frantically grabbing presents from a conveyor belt and stuffing them into one of Santa's sacks. There was another group of elves who were cracking open crates and shoving bricks of a white powdery substance into another one of Santa's bags. As Jing suspected, Kolatchki stood on the outside door of the staircase from the third floor with a contingent of fifty or so tech elves. It was a little overkill, but Glitter wasn't the type to leave a job unfinished. Speaking of his arched nemesis, she was nowhere to be seen, nor was Santa. He knew Santa had to leave soon if he was going to make his trip around the world. The elves finished stuffing the sack, pulled it towards the sleigh, and tossed it into the trunk. The other group threw one of the brick-filled ones into the back, too. Both groups brought out another bag and began stuffing again. Jing climbed into the room and dodged through the crates. One of them was open. He reached inside and snagged one of the bricks. Before anyone noticed, he slipped back into the shadows and tasted a small sample of the substance inside. It was heroin. Drug-running toy manufacturers had stuffed them into beers. But not Santa. At least what's what Jing used to think. Jing needed to put a stop to it. He glanced back up at the Christmas lights. There was a thick, large... Outdoor Christmas lights With all the little fire warnings On the outside Jing studied the layout Of the Christmas lights above him And then walked over to the reindeer He whistled Rudolph's song Kalachki whirled around And ordered his troopers to do the same They all pulled their guns And pointed them at Jing The worker elf stopped what they were doing And the presents began to pile up Kalachki raised his hand And the soldiers stood at the ready Jing smiled and petted Rudolph
0: There's a good boy you know Uncle Kalachki isn't going to shoot me. Not with all these reindeer around.
1: Kalachki put his hands down, and the elves lowered their weapons. You will not get off that easy. The giant elf ordered his entourage forward. Jing waited just for the right moment. He rapid-fire razor fl- snowflakes from his pouch. Instead of aiming at his attackers, he tossed them up at the Christmas lights above the attack elves flinched and turned their gaze upwards even Koloski was curious he cut through the garlands holding up the christmas lights and the entire mess of wires fell from the ceiling and landed on the approaching group they were covered in a bright christmas cheer and a live cable connected the chain of lights to jing's feet he snagged it by the rubber coating and said rough sorry buddy he shoved the metal part of the wire to Rudolph's nose. Electricity jumped through the cables, and shattered all the light bulbs. Lightning spewed from the remains of the wiring. The entire group shook as the shot coursed through their bodies. Jing pulled the wire from the dizzy reindeer and patted the beast on the back. It should have been enough to knock them unconscious, but not kill them. Jing heard the stories of new handlers who got too close to Rudolph's nose, waking up on the other side of the pen hours later. Kalachki was the only elf standing at the end of it. He brushed the tingle of charred wire from his body and grinned at Jing. The bruiser lumbered across the room. Jing readied a pair of green-tinted brass knuckles and crouched. The giant swung both of his fists, and Jing slid under the elf's legs. One punch with a brass knuckles should have been all it took, but Kalachki grinned and turned around. The massive elf was immune to pain. Jing dodged through a few punches, drawing blood, but... Was unable to face the indestructible opponent wanting to avoid the same thrashing he got at the hospital jing hopped around the room and used his agility to his advantage despite his best efforts kalachi Silt got a lucky blow that knocked the errant S.E.F. into the into a crate shattering it to pieces jing shook it off and jumped to his feet he was wobbly and probably couldn't sustain another blow like that he backed towards the open hangar door while avoiding swings once the pair got to the edge, the wayward SEF crawled up his enemy and gouged to the eyes. Kalachki thrashed back and forth to remove the unwanted guest. Ching made a show of being flung over the edge. Once he was out of view, he shot tinsel into the lip of the hanger and dangled just out of sight. Kalachki leaned over to get a look. Jing shot more tinsel with his free hand, and it wrapped around the feet of the giant, and the the SCF yanked it and threw the massive elf off balance. Kalachki tumbled over the edge. Jing tightened his grip and prevented his adversary from falling in the full four stories. The wayward SCF made a promise, and he intended to keep it. He tied off the tinsel holding the rifle and left the giant struggling to, f- to turn right side up. Jing crawled over the edge and walked towards one of the attack elves. He checked the pulse. The heart was still beating. He turned to the workers who were aghast jing glared at them what are you waiting for keep working the elf scrambled to get through the backlog of presents jing walked up to an elf who was about to grab a big brick of heroin i want
0: you to take all the drugs you've packed in the sleigh and all these crates and dump them out
1: uh, but santa will torture us the elf said shakily i'll kill you too if you don't do what i say jing glared the elf swiped a brick of heroin from the crate in front of him and walked over at the opening of the hangar. He stabbed the knife in the block and cut open the plastic. He shook it out and the powder dissipated in the wind. Two others took a stack of heroin from the sleigh and began dumping it out. Jing nodded and turned towards the staircase. Grampus was already at the top. He surveyed the mass of unconscious elves and said, "'Whoa, that's some crazy moves you caught there. "'Do you think you could teach me? I'm, "'I'm a pretty peaceful guy, but my own brother betrayed me, you know?' I can't, you know, have a little self-defense, really. It can't hurt. Come on, Jing said. And they turned to the big spiral staircase that would get them to the fifth floor. Santa, honey, the only thing I really do need. They stood in the front of a set of large double doors at the top of the spiral staircase. that had a silver trim and were painted with green and red stripes. It looked like the entrance to a holiday-themed park. There is no way to enter discreetly. Not that it mattered. Anyone up here would have either heard the ruckus down below or have known when Kalachki failed to check in. Jing pushed open the doors, ready for action. However, the inside was not what he expected. It was a control room, much like a NASA mission control room. Jing saw in almost every space movie. There were many elves in front of monitoring stations. There was surveillance footage of kids on some, police moments on others, and some that look like drug cartels. There was a map of the globe in the center, with red and green pins all over the world. Green were gift deliveries, red were drugs, according to the stats on the screen edge. The monitoring stations cascaded towards an office overlooking the entire operation. Santa stood vigilant with glitter by his side. He nodded the newcomers and beckoned them forward. Chris Kingroll had a gargantuan weapon that resembled a christmas themed cannon the unlikely pair walked through the tiered rows of operators to the top where the masterminds awaited the workers chattered over headsets and relayed information about the operation they didn't seem to notice the twin brother as he walked by when jing was at least 10 feet away the big man in red said that's close enough jing halted and krampus stood behind his protector Glitter did not make any moves against them, but she was at the ready. Ho ho ho, Santa chuckled. I see you found my brother. Though why you brought him I can't imagine.
0: It's as the saying goes, better confront
1: your family
0: than lock them in dungeon for a hundred and fifty years,
1: Jing said. I don't think that's the saying, Chris Kringle said. I was being sarcastic. We really need to work on your one-liners. There'll be time for that. Jing, you really are my best. I would have brought you to the fold earlier, but you have this sense of honor and duty that always gets in the way. It's really ironic for a guy that tortures people for a living. Why, you want to be next? That's getting better, Saint Nick said. The only reason you're not dead right now is because I really can't think of this operation without you. Remember that thug you took out in Jersey, the one with the tear ducks? You know? He he didn't have any tear ducks? Well, you made him cry. Now that's talent. I love you, Glitter, but if you need to take somebody guy, Jingles is my guy. I I love you, Glitter, but if you really need to take someone down, Jingles is my guy. Come back to us and I'll tell you what. I'll never lie to you again. You'll know about every operation, and I'll even cut you in for a stake of the business. Let's say, uh, seven percent. Jing saw the tiniest flinch in Glitter and said, I bet Glitter doesn't even get that much. You bet that right. I love Glitter and probably one of my favorite side girls ever, Santa said and smacked her on the butt. But there's no one like you. You took out Kalachki, he's made of iron. 7% is nothing to sneeze at. Heroin is a solid percentage increase over the last few years with the opioid epidemic and all. What's better is that we lose virtually no product. Do you know cartels lose about half their stock due to DEA drug raids every year? No one suspects Anna, so I don't even care if my elf swipes something for personal use. My loss ratio is about one out of a thousand. And, and since I'm about to deliver all over the world, I make a buttload of money doing it. I'll even get you a Christmas bonus large enough to buy your own private island. What about Amelia? What have you done with her? There's that sense of honor and duty again. She's safe with her family. Glitter. His right-hand now clicked a button on the keyboard at the desk in front of them. The big map was replaced with the feet of Amelia and her parents. They were in a hotel room, and Amelia was combing the hair of a doll. A few human FBI agents sat next to her on the phone. The parents looked worried. Chris Kringle said, Don't worry, (laughs) those aren't my guys. Somebody kidnapped their son and they're waiting for a ransom phone call. Look at the bright side. A nice guy named Santa returned their daughter. Oh, and in case you're wondering, there are several Christmas tree missiles aimed at that hotel room. They're set to go off if my sleigh doesn't take flight. On time tonight. You don't have much time to decide. The clock is ticking. Christmas will go on with or without you. So let me get
0: this straight. You want me to kill Mame and otherwise torture your competition, help you enslave more kids to make cheap toys to cover your drug running operation?
1: And Jing said, oh, Only the naughty ones. St. Nick said, Also, you won't kill a
0: Girl, it has nothing to do with
1: this did you not hear the part about the bonus? All right. I know I'm cutting it off there, but we got a little bit more to go. So, you know, I got to pick a good cliffhanger. Will Jing take Santa's offer? I guess he'll just have to tune in the next time on Aaron's Horror Show. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. There's some other good stuff on the real paranormal activity network go ahead and check it out and uh have a good night